You'll find closed signs all over town, locked up shops, businesses, theaters. But that doesn't mean there's nothing going on inside those spaces. At the Speed Art Museum, workers are busy caring for precious works of art. WFPL Stephanie Wolf takes us inside the Speed via her laptop to find out what those essential employees are doing. Museums, that is the physical buildings, are complicated machines. And they exist not just to welcome the public and to share the art, but to secure the art and to keep it safe in perpetuity. That's Speed Art Museum director Stephen Riley. Like much of his staff, he's been working from home. And so the only people who really are working in the building right now are those who are directly involved with doing exactly that, making this very complicated machine work in a safe and secure way. That means, of course, security guards round the clock because they have valuable pieces from the likes of Monet and Picasso and artifacts from ancient cultures. Though keeping art safe is much more than just locking it up, Riley says. What makes these complicated machines so complicated, he explains, is that they have to maintain the perfect environment for the artwork they house. Museums are especially clean environments, their surfaces, their air filtration, very sensitive humidity controls. Humidity and temperature are particularly crucial factors. Kim Spence is the museum's director of collections and exhibitions. Environmentally, what feels comfortable to a human being, coincidentally, is an ideal setting for works of art. That's around 70 degrees Fahrenheit, she says, and about 50 percent relative humidity. Spence says these are important because art expands and contracts as these elements change. Wood furniture can crack, paint layers can flake, and drawings on paper can warp. Staff monitor humidity and temperature 24-7, pandemic or not. And that can be done remotely at least for the most part. Spence says they use a fancy computer system. If a cold front moves through Kentucky and temperature and humidity levels start to drop, someone in our facilities department receives an alert so they can make adjustments to the system. As a backup, security teams also check the systems when they make their regular rounds. Then there's the staff still going in for regular maintenance on the collections. Morning. Morning. Workers keeping the museum clean and sanitized preparators, also known as art handlers, moving art in and out of storage, installing upcoming exhibitions, like the blockbuster Andy Warhol show that was supposed to open earlier this month. Spence says on-site staff have been asked to maintain six to ten feet between each other. Our preparators can work on separate projects in different galleries in different parts of the building. Staff wear gloves whenever possible, and of course everyone is encouraged to wash their hands a lot. And because of these measures, I wasn't able to go into the museum myself. So all of these sounds you're hearing are courtesy of the very workers we're talking about. In some ways, the art is sheltering in place too, Spence says, adding that they've reduced lighting in the museum while it's closed, because too much light exposure can damage art. Director Stephen Riley thinks this all highlights an interesting tension for museums, between being a temple for the preservation of art and being a place for the community to connect with it. The art may be breathing a sigh of relief for the moment, but... I think if art had a mind, it would also probably prefer having people enjoying it with their families and friends in a world that's not being torn apart by a pandemic. He's trying to be nimble when it comes to a reopening, whenever that might be. So if people have to be six feet or more apart while viewing Andy Warhol's art, Riley says they can accommodate that. I'm Stephanie Wolf in Louisville.